section forty five of a book of american explorers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by dion gines salt lake city utah a book of american explorers by thomas wentworth higginson book ten unsuccessful new england settlements sixteen o two to sixteen o seven part one gosnold's fort at cuttyhunk the narrative of captain gosnold's adventures is taken from john brereton's brief and true relation of the discovery of the north part of virginia being a most pleasant fruitful and commodious soil reprinted in the collections of the massachusetts historical society third series volume eight pages eighty five to ninety three weymouth's narrative is taken from a true relation of the most prosperous voyage made this present year sixteen o five by captain george weymouth in the discovery of the land of virginia where he discovered sixty miles up a most excellent river together with a most fertile land written by james rossier a gentleman employed in the voyage reprinted in the same volume of the massachusetts historical collections pages one thirty five to one fifty six the other two narratives are from strachey's history of travail into virginia reprinted by the hakluyt society eighteen forty nine pages one seventy one to one seventy three and one seventy six to one eighty unsuccessful settlements in new england one gosnold's fort at cuttyhunk gosnold was the first englishman who attempted to found a colony in new england and this account of his attempt is by his companion john brereton to the honorable sir walter raleigh knight honorable sir being earnestly requested by a dear friend to put down in writing some true relation of our late performed voyage to the north parts of virginia at length i resolved to satisfy his request may it please your lordship therefore to understand that upon the five and twentieth of march sixteen o two being friday we went from falmouth being in all two and thirty persons in a small bark of dartmouth called the concord holding a course for the north part of virginia on friday the fourteenth of may early in the morning we made the land being full of fair trees the land somewhat low certain hammocks or hills lying into the land the shore full of white sand but very stony or rocky and standing fair along by the shore about twelve of the clock the same day we came to an anchor where eight indians in a basque shallop with mast and sail an iron grapple and a kettle of copper came boldly aboard us one of them apparelled with a waistcoat and breeches of black serge made after our sea fashion hose and shoes on his feet all the rest saving one that had a pair of breeches of blue cloth were naked 
these people are of tall stature broad and grim visage of a black swart complexion their eyebrows painted white their weapons are bows and arrows it seemed by some words and signs they made that some basques or of st john de luz have fished or traded in this place being in the latitude of forty-three degrees but riding here in no very good harbour and withal doubting the weather about three of the clock the same day in the afternoon we weighed and standing southerly off into sea the rest of that day and the following night with a fresh gale of wind in the morning we found ourselves embayed with a mighty headland but coming to an anchor about nine of the clock the same day within a league of the shore we hoisted out the one half of our shallop and captain bartholomew gosnold myself and three others went ashore being a white sandy and bold shore and marching all that afternoon with our muskets on our necks on the highest hills which we saw the weather very hot at length we perceived this headland to be parcel of the main and sundry islands lying almost round about it so returning towards evening to our shallop for by that time the other part was brought ashore and set together we espied an indian a young man of proper stature and of a pleasing countenance and after some familiarity with him we left him at the seaside and returned to our ship where in five or six hours absence we had pestered our ship so with codfish that we threw numbers of them overboard again and surely i am persuaded that in the months of march april and may there is upon this coast better fishing and in as great plenty as in newfoundland for the skulls of mackerel herrings cod and other fish that we daily saw as we went and came from the shore were wonderful and besides the places where we took these cods and might in a few days have laden our ship were but in seven fathoms water and within less than a league from the shore where in newfoundland they fish in forty or fifty fathoms water and far off from this place we sailed round about this headland almost all the points of the compass the shore very bold but as no coast is free from dangers so i am persuaded this is as free as any the land somewhat low full of goodly woods but in some places plain at length we were come amongst many fair islands which we had partly discerned at our first landing all lying within a league or two one of another and the outermost not above five or seven leagues from the main but coming to an anchor under one of them which was about three or four leagues from the main captain gosnold myself and some others went ashore and going round about it we found it to be four english miles in compass without house or inhabitant saving a little old house made of boughs covered with bark an old piece of a weir of the indians to catch fish and one or two places where they had made fires the chiefest trees of this island are beeches and cedars 
the outward parts all overgrown with low bushy trees three or four feet in height which bear some kind of fruits as appeared by their blossoms strawberries red and white as sweet and much bigger than ours in england raspberries gooseberries whortleberries and such an incredible store of vines as well in the woody part of the island where they run upon every tree as on the outward parts so that we could not go for treading upon them also many springs of excellent sweet water and a great standing lake of fresh water near the seaside an english mile in compass which is maintained with the springs running exceedingly pleasantly through the woody grounds which are very rocky here are also in this island great store of deer which we saw and other beasts as appeared by their tracks as also diverse fowls as cranes hernshaws bitterns geese mallards teals and other fowl in great plenty also great store of peas which grow in certain plots all the island over on the north side of this island we found many huge bones and ribs of whales from hence we went to another island to the northwest of this and within a league or two of the main which we found to be greater than before we imagined being sixteen english miles at least in compass for it containeth many pieces or necks of land which differ nothing from several islands saving that certain banks of small breadth do like bridges join them to this island on the outside of this island are many plain places of grass abundance of strawberries and other berries before mentioned in mid-may we did sow in this island for a trial in sundry places wheat barley oats and peas which in fourteen days were sprung up nine inches and more the soil is fat and lusty the upper crust of grey colour but a foot or less in depth of the colour of our hemp lands in england and being thus apt for these and the like grains the sowing or setting after the ground is closed is no greater labour than if you should set or sow in one of our best prepared gardens in england this island is full of high timbered oaks their leaves thrice so broad as ours cedars straight and tall beech elm holly walnut trees in abundance the fruit as big as ours as appeared by those we found under the trees which had lain all the year ungathered hazelnuts cherry trees the leaf bark and bigness not differing from ours in england but the stalk beareth the blossoms or fruit at the end thereof like a cluster of grapes forty or fifty in a bunch sassafras trees great plenty all the island over a tree of high price and profit also diverse other fruit trees some of them with strange barks of an orange colour in feeling soft and smooth like velvet in the thickest parts of these woods you may see a furlong or more round about on the northwest side of this island near to the seaside is a standing lake of fresh water almost three english miles in compass in the midst whereof stands a plot of woody ground an acre in quantity or not above 
this lake is full of small tortoises and exceedingly frequented with all sorts of fowls before rehearsed which breed some low on the banks and others on low trees about this lake in great abundance whose young ones of all sorts we took and ate at our pleasure but all these fowls are much bigger than ours in england also in every island and almost in every part of every island are great store of ground nuts forty together on a string some of them as big as hen's eggs they grow not two inches under ground the which nuts we found to be good as potatoes also diverse sorts of shellfish as scallops mussels cockles lobsters crabs oysters and whelks exceedingly good and very great now the next day we determined to fortify ourselves in a little plot of ground in the midst of the lake above mentioned where we built our house and covered it with sedge which grew about this lake in great abundance in building whereof we spent three weeks and more but the second day after our coming from the main we espied eleven canoes or boats with fifty indians in them coming toward us from this part of the main where we two days before landed and being loath they should discover our fortification we went out on the seaside to meet them and coming somewhat near them they all sat down upon the stones calling aloud to us as we rightly guessed to do the like a little distance from them having sat a while in this order captain gosnold willed me to go unto them to see what countenance they would make but as soon as i came up to them one of them to whom i had given a knife two days before in the main knew me whom i also very well remembered and smiling upon me spake somewhat unto their lord or captain which sat in the midst of them who presently rose up and took a large beaver skin from one that stood about him and gave it unto me which i requited for that time the best i could but i pointing towards captain gosnold made signs unto him that he was our captain and desirous to be his friend and enter league with him which as i perceive he understood and made signs of joy whereupon captain gosnold with all the rest of his company being twenty in all came up unto them and after many signs of congratulations captain gosnold presenting their lord with certain trifles which they wondered at and highly esteemed we became very great friends and sent for meat aboard our shallop and gave them such meats as we had then ready dressed whereof they misliked nothing but our mustard whereat they made many a sour face so the rest of the day we spent in trading with them for furs which are beavers luzerns martins otters wildcat skins very large and deep fur black foxes coney skins of the colour of our hairs but somewhat less deer skins very large seal skins and other beast skins to us unknown they have also great store of copper some very red and some of a paler colour none of them but have chains 
earrings or collars of this metal they had some of their arrows wherewith much like our broad arrow-heads very workmanly made their chains are many hollow pieces cemented together each piece of the bigness of one of our reeds a finger in length ten or twelve of them together on a string which they wear about their necks their collars they wear about their bodies like bandoliers a handful broad all hollow pieces like the other but somewhat shorter four hundred pieces in a collar very fine and evenly set together besides these they have large drinking cups made like skulls and other thin plates of copper made much like our boar-spear blades all which they so little esteem as they offered their fairest collars or chains for a knife or such like trifle but we seemed little to regard it yet i was desirous to understand where they had such store of this metal and made signs to one of them with whom i was very familiar who taking a piece of copper in his hand made a hole with his finger in the ground and withal pointed to the main from whence they came thus they continued with us three days every night retiring themselves to the furthermost part of our island two or three miles from our fort but the fourth day they returned to the main pointing five or six times to the sun and once to the main which we understood to mean that within five or six days they would come from the main to us again but being in their canoes a little from the shore they made huge cries and shouts of joy unto us and we with our trumpet and cornet and casting up our caps into the air made them the best farewell we could yet six or seven of them remained with us behind bearing us company every day into the woods and helped us to cut and carry our sassafras and some of them lay aboard our ship these people as they are exceeding courteous gentle of disposition and well conditioned exceeding all others that we have seen so for shape of body and lovely favour i think they excel all the people of america they are of stature much higher than we of complexion or colour much like a dark olive their eyebrows and hair black which they wear long tied up behind in knots whereon they prick feathers of fells in fashion of a coronet some of them are black thin-bearded they make beards of the hair of beasts and one of them offered a beard of their making to one of our sailors for his that grew on his face which because it was of a red colour they judged to be none of his own they are quick-eyed and steadfast in their looks fearless of others harms as intending none themselves some of the meaner sort given to filching which the very name of savages not weighing their ignorance in good or evil may easily excuse their garments are of deerskins and some of them wear furs round and close about their necks they pronounce our language with great facility for one of them one day sitting by me upon occasion i spake smiling to him these words how now sirrah 
are you so saucy with my tobacco which words without any further repetition he suddenly spake so plain and distinctly as if he had been a long scholar in the language many other such trials we had which are here needless to repeat but after our bark had taken in so much sassafras cedar firs skins and other commodities as were thought convenient some of our company that had promised captain gosnell to stay having nothing but a saving voyage in their minds made our company of inhabitants which was small enough before much smaller so as captain gosnell seeing his whole strength to consist but of twelve men and they but meanly provided determined to return for england leaving this island which he called elizabeth's island with as many true sorrowful eyes as were before desirous to see it so the eighteenth of june being friday we weighed and with indifferent fair wind and weather came to anchor the twenty-third of july being also friday in all bare five weeks before exmouth your lordships to command john brereton end of section forty five